Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Online Program, which teaches you how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Ray A. Morrow. He's a former FBI agent as well as the author of Broken Shield. Ray, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you for having me. Great, great to be here. So I get asked a lot, Ray, in terms of, wow, Christopher, you've interviewed literally over a thousand people from billionaires like Elon Musk to astronauts like Buzz Aldrin, whether for your business, nonprofit work, or your podcast. And what stands out? And I always say to them, look, sometimes the personal journey stands out. Sometimes the profession stands out. And sometimes the, the people that they've inspired stand out. And in your case, Ray, the fact that you worked for the FBI for 20 plus years, I'm curious, what most stood out in your career? What are you most grateful for in terms of the life lessons that you learned? I mean, it's a quite a, a deep question and a broad question, but was there one underlying principle, theme, concept that you really were so grateful for learning because of your service with the FBI and for our country? Yeah, I, and, and to, to, to be honest with you, Christopher, uh, I had wanted to be an FBI agent since I was like 11 years old. So I, you know, I really... Uh, my, my whole life leading up to and becoming an FBI agent was uh, just learning what it took to become an FBI agent. And then getting in, getting into the bureau uh, and, and working with some of the most amazing people um, who are so focused on, on protecting and serving and, and doing the right thing and, and upholding the constitution. It, it, it is an amazing organization and something that uh, I hold dearly. And I got to meet people and, and work with people. And I'll give you a couple. Uh, the former FBI director, Louis Free, one of the greatest leaders I've ever had a chance to work with. So personable, so intelligent. Uh, another, uh, Joe Pistone uh, of uh, Donnie Brasco fame. Joe's one of the strongest individuals I have ever met as far as mental, physical, and emotional uh, strength. The guy's amazing. And it's just, you know, there's just so many people in the bureau that um, as, as I like to uh, learn and, and learn from the best, learn from people who are passionate about what they do. And that's what you see every day going into work with the FBI. You see people who are passionate about what they do and how they go about doing it. And you learn and, and, and learn how to, how to develop as one, as an agent, and two, as a leader, uh, not only in the bureau, but in the community. And that's, like I say, that was something that I hold very dear to my heart. As, uh, and I'm very proud to say that I'm a retired FBI agent. Again, I, for whatever reason, I, I know a lot of FBI agents because I just, I'm always very fascinated because like all things, it's one thing to be good at something, but it's another thing to be good at something, but also to be serving other people and especially serving our country. And I really admire and I appreciate that. So regarding your book, even the fact that you used to be an undercover agent, that alone, as we talked about building rapport, I wrote a book on networking with billionaires executives. And people always ask me, like, first of all, they first don't see value in themselves because they're like, well, what does a billionaire have to do with me? Like, it's about you have value in yourself, but it's all about opportunities and your mindset. So for you, since you were a former undercover agent, what's unfortunate for some people, they feel they have to have a mask. They feel they have to actually have this, this game plan. But really, how do you build rapport? Because in your case, you literally did it for a living because one of the most fundamental things in any human connection is building that rapport and connection. So you as a trained undercover FBI agent formally, what are some suggestions you might have for all of us to really just build a rapport to really connect with people? 
Well, I, I think, first of all, you have to be passionate about about what, what you're doing, because this this takes you completely out of your realm of comfort. You are dealing with people you would probably never deal with in your life. Uh, you know, you're, you're in a, basically on your own. Uh, again, doing breaking the laws, doing things you would never uh, think of doing, but you also have to understand that you have to develop relationships with, with people that, again, you probably never would deal with in, in your life. And they have to, uh, one, trust you because the first thing that happens with an undercover agent, no matter where it is, they drop you into a project, you're, you're brand new to the area. I never heard of an undercover agent that had a family. They were all orphans. Uh, we all uh, the the orphanage that we stayed at burned down, so no one can track your. Right. It just you you're you're dropping you're dropped into uh, uh, the middle of, of a community, meeting with people. You have to one develop that trust, but not only are you do you have to get them to trust you, but you have to get them to to be willing to commit a crime with you, and that takes a lot a lot of uh, basically interaction and the ability to uh, understand wh what these what what these people uh, what excites them what doesn't excite them uh, and and to be as personable as you can be and I I have seen it, it is just an amazing process that that an undercover agent goes through and I can tell you I'm, I'm a strict Catholic and I gave that all up uh, for two years while I was undercover because it just I couldn't be myself I had to be Brad Ray Morgan, this undercover uh, person. And uh, at the end of it, uh, the, the, what, what I did, the, when, when my project was over after two years, I went, uh, the first thing I did was went back home to Pittsburgh and met with my, uh, uh, my, my the, the priest from my, the, the church I used to go to just to get all of that off my chest. So it is, it is an undertaking like no one's ever, uh, ever had to do before. And trying to be somebody that you're not is not an easy thing and so my hat's off to anybody that can do it but uh, what, what you learn is that uh, you check your ego at the door and you have to understand who you know who's your target what interests them and those are the things you, you, you try to add, figure out what can i add what, what can i add for these people what can i bring that's going to make them understand and want to want to be uh, you know be part of me. How can I build that relationship? How can I build that trust? And it's just a day-to-day -day process that you go through that is, is truly trying. I mean, it, it really wears on you because again, uh, you're by yourself. You're not being yourself. You're being somebody that, that you made up and you have to continually build that process and build those relationships. That is really, really, really phenomenal information and insights, Ray, specifically about how, what can you learn? What can you add to their lives? Because really most people care about themselves. And in this case, what you're saying, you're, you're just thrown there by yourself. So I'm curious, what were some questions you'd ask or some body language or what they call micro expressions when you're looking at them and hearing what they're saying? Well, first let's talk about the questions. What are some real basic questions that the Bureau perhaps taught you or you learned in the field about how to build as quickly rapport as possible by asking certain questions? Well, the, the, the first thing that, that, that you learn as, as an undercover agent is you have to listen. You have to listen to, to the people and what's important to them. And from that, you, you take, you know, what, what, you know, based on what you're hearing and what's, what's interesting to them and, uh, you know, basically with the little background that you have as to what the target of the investigation is. Mine was, uh, I was going against police officers 
who were willing to protect gambling operations. So uh, what my questions were, were about gambling and about, uh, you know, basically illegal casinos. And but you have to weave that into into the uh, into your conversations naturally. It just can't come out as, hey, what, what do you know about uh, these illegal casinos? So you have to understand, like uh, a couple of the bars that I would go to where these police hung out, I knew that they had a bookmaking operation. So I would, I would talk, I would make bets and talk about sporting events and and you know what what the line is on this. So you have to uh, again, the first thing you have to do is understand understand your target group understand what it is that 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 they are doing and what it is that you want them to do and so from that point all that all the questions come from your listening learning and understanding your target group so uh, like i say each i think each question uh, that, that that an undercover agent comes out uh, comes out with is based on what you know what the group is that that they're that they're going after what the focus of the investigation is and where they want to take that investigation. So it's, you know, basically uh, I think listening and knowing your target group is the most important thing that, uh, that you can do as, as an undercover agent. That's great, Ray. And again, transferable skills. One of your colleagues, Chris Foss, who's the former chief kidnapping negotiator for the FBI, also talks so much about listening. And you really pounded home that point. Because ultimately, in the business world, if you're not listening to your client, how can you serve him or her? So I love the fact that these skills you learned in the FBI is absolutely transferable to the business world. Because frankly, unfortunately, a lot of people don't listen well. In your case, you're trained to do that. So Ray, thank you so much for that. Now, with your book, Broken Shield, how can our guests learn more about that book and read your book and, and stay in touch with you? Well, there, I have a website called uh, BrokenShieldRayM.com, and it goes into uh, all about my career, talks a lot about the book. Uh, there are some comments uh, in there from uh, fellow undercover agents uh, who I've worked with about the book and, and my career. Uh, it really, it's a very detailed um, a website, and uh, it, it's something where if you want to uh, learn what, what my career was about and what the undercover investigation was about, that's a great place to go. If you want to purchase the book, it's obviously online at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, Apple, um, Google Play, all, all have it. Um, and and it, it, it truly is, uh, Christopher, I had never had any intentions of writing this book. It wasn't, and the case is almost 30 years old. Um, uh, so I, I waited uh, more than 20, 28 years to write this. Um, and again, I never thought of writing it because when we were done with the case, it was to me, um, uh, it was a pristine investigation that we that we did. Uh, we were under great scrutiny, um, and it was just uh, something that I never thought that I would write a book on. I had just negatively affected the lives of 47 people. I didn't see any reason to, to bring this back up. And it, so it wasn't until a couple of years ago that I started getting uh, people asking me about it. I did a, a, another podcast uh, about the book. And from there, uh, people started suggesting that, that I write a book. And also from there, I uh, have a producer out of Hollywood who was working on a, on a, on a film uh, about the, uh, about my case. So, uh, I'm really overwhelmed by, you know, the, the reception that I got and, and wondered why I waited so long to write the book. But, but again, I, it was something that, uh, it was a labor of love and, uh, something that I felt, okay, now's the time to go ahead and do this and give, uh, give, give mention to the people who were very important in this case. No, it's great. 
Ray, again, you're a perfect example of someone who has a very powerful story. And regardless of whether it took 28 years or 28 weeks, it's still about you did it. It's here. And we all have the opportunity to really share in this beautiful story that you've created from your life. So, Ray, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Have a great day. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you for listening to the Gifters Podcast. If you want to learn how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com to learn more.